1: It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com.
0: Welcome to episode 147 of Star Wars and Scotch. It's Kevin. It's Tim. We're here after episode 7 of Ahsoka, which Tim will no doubt call a... Filler! Knew that was coming. God,
1: what a... God, getting blue balled. I mean, like, it was
0: a good episode, but getting blue-balled. second those credits ran last night, I was like, he's going to call this a filler episode. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's so welcome. Here we are! Uh, but before we get into Star Wars and what's going on, uh, I do want to remind you that delicious King's Coast coffee is here. Yeah, get your freaking autumn tide now. Yeah. Please, because we had five thousand dollars stolen from our bank account yesterday. We'll get it back. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: freaking nuts. We'll get it back, but still, screw to screw you, DoorDash.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't actually DoorDash; it was DoorDash, and then like random word from another country that I won't name after DoorDash. Mm-hmm. apparently but it's not fraud it's not fraudulent no thing. definitely not 30 transactions within <laughs> seconds from various d- 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 door dash accounts is not fraudulent d- 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 DoorDash. that's what i learned from square in the internet yesterday um fuck you square with all with all due respect yeah so
1: in this moment yeah I'm sure you're They great.
0: still haven't answered that DM 13 hours ago. 14 at this 14, you know. Yeah, uh anyway. But well, yeah, delicious King's Coast Coffee, King'sCoastCoffee.com. Get your autumn tide. Uh Halloween's around the corner, so you know what that means for King's Coast. Maybe a
1: little Dia de los
0: muertos. And if you're in New York and you're fancying uh nudes, uh you can head over what? to uh King's Coast and Wayne can sell you some nudes. Is that real? We're actually doing that. Yeah, it's cup of noodles. We sell cup of noodles now at, at the so Wayne can give you some nudes? you is it a cup of noodles? How did, What does that
1: have to do with coffee?
0: <laughs> it's just a food product we're selling. In the- this is wild, dude.
1: Things are crazy over at King's Coast. I mean,
0: people come in for their lunch, so they're hungry. So we try and make sure they're fed without having a full kitchen. Could you? Could you get? Could you get the noodles cooked in coffee? I don't see why not. Perfect. Oh, someone from your community is going to do that, aren't they? They're going to walk in there and be like, wait, wait Tim told me. Uh, you a- want a double shot of espresso. Yeah, things. you can bake a nude coffee with the noodles. <laughs> Tim said what, it was okay.
1: My community. Uh, this is. I always end up giving them this voice. Mm-hmm. Like, when everyone from my community is talking. This is what I hear. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so anywho Coffee.com. go get your news go get your autumn tide go get uh your spooky stuff next month and uh yeah and with spooky season just around the corner you should be paying attention to lab 77 as well i'm nodding Mm-hmm Tim, do you have any inclination of when information will be available for that? Uh, I told him about it yesterday. We've
1: got... Uh, Amy and I are looking... We're finalizing our blanks. We've got our designs. But uh, your community under leadership of Tim Halloween merch will be available starting soon once we do our test prints and everything. So Ooh. Stay tuned. Yeah, We'll have more information very, very soon. Be we got
0: some stuff on with Rexzilla
1: in the future coming up soon. So How
0: is my buddy Rex? I've emailed him twice. He hasn't answered me. Oh, um, yeah. I'll i'll talk to
1: him. <laughs> <I'm>,
0: <laughs> it's a business opportunity rex <laughs> he's a very busy guy i know he is i'm messing with them rex again you know i don't say this about many people rex is one of my favorite people in this industry i love that man i, I really it's do true. he's one of my he favorites does. so he's 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 just awesome um and he's never smoked a cigarette in his life you can believe that i just to this day okay like what how did you get Kevin's like, this isn't no, fair. No. Like, how do you. Te- that guy should have a. I would listen to him read me Lord of the Rings. Be like, uh... and then Frodo went down. Uh, <laughs> <Goddammit>. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking Eagles came, bro. Bro, it's so wild. <laughs> they fucking came and fly those again. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love you, Rex. Uh, Lab 77, don't forget Halloween coming up right around the corner. So by next week, we should be able to be like, buy this thing but just pay attention and if you don't yeah. want to go to lab 77 you just go to tim's stream and he talks about it so everybody wants all
1: the all the time, all
0: the time. I'm sure they're tired of hearing all the it. time all the time i haven't been able to watch because you've been playing uh cyberpunk yeah phantom liberty is very fun short but fun. yeah i mean i want to i want to experience that's one i need to experience alongside starfield you know when i have time to play games i realized the other day that if i didn't have kids i would have so much time for video games this is a very true statement. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> you are not wrong. Uh, and then I'm like, babe, what if I streamed again? She's like, really? And it's not even for money. Oh, Kevin, it's not even for crew, But that. I just want to play video games again and not be so behind where everyone's like, Kevin, this game's great. And I'm like, I wouldn't know.
1: <sighs> I mean, if you had like endless income and like, you know, it was just like constantly generating, you had nothing else to do. Like, sure. Yeah. But I mean like you're a very busy guy.
0: Yeah. I don't think you want to do I'm that. I'm ready for retirement, so I can I have like I'm eighteen games deep on my list on my whiteboard right now. It's bad. It's bad. Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah, let's do that. It sounds like the most prudent thing to do on this podcast. <laughs> Where's the podcast? Are you a little streamer? like Next week is the end. Great conversation. We'll probably bring some friends on after that for some follow-up conversations. But then it's... What? <laughs> a dark hole? Yeah, that's the problem yeah. with Disney Plus shows end. But the problem with this one is, is the, the strike is going to... There's going to be a chasm in there somewhere, and it's going to suck. I know we're getting skeleton crew next year. Is well, it next year? well,
1: Kevin, I, it sounds like what you're saying is we should do Star Wars tabletop and Star Wars trading card game content from here on out. That's it. That's all Star Wars and Scotch will be as we are now turning into a tabletop. channel. Someone's got a new addiction. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that.
0: But you can have wants to Timmy's tabletop adventure. He's half serious right now.
1: <laughs> Dude, I started a, I started a freaking tabletop channel. Yeah, I really like the tabletop life. Isn't that where we're gonna do the Star Wars stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, that's where I will end up putting tabletop content. I just have to bite the bullet and buy the. I was gonna, I was
0: gonna buy it for myself for uh, for Christmas I, or for my birthday, Amy and anyway.
1: I played. Four, Amy had four turns in Magic the Gathering last night. She did ten
0: damage to me. Like I'm teaching my wife how to play Magic the Gathering, Kevin. It's bad. How? Okay, completely off topic, but I have to ask because I haven't seen Amy, and I will when I see. How Mm -hmm. into is is Amy a huge Chiefs fan now? Chiefs fan? Um. Oh fuck me. Okay, so
1: (laughs) I wouldn't say that she's a Chiefs fan. I think she really enjoys watching Swifties do the Swifty thing and then she just like she fills me in on it. But yeah, she's not like a Chiefs fan.
0: She's not a whatever his name fan. The past three for those of you who don't know, I love football. Um it's it's part of my weekend rituals college football. I was texting Tim. He's watching Florida. I'm watching Ohio State in order name. Uh and then Sunday is is pro football. But the the intersection of realities of the Swifties being introduced to the NFL via the Travis Kelsey relationship has been nothing short of beyond entertaining. I don't go on Twitter that much. I have been on Twitter nonstop simply because I want to see which NFL parody account the Swifties go after next thinking that the person is saying something real. If you're into the NFL parody accounts and you know who Barry McCockner is who made the post who made the post (laughs) Uh, that now that Travis Kelsey has put Taylor Swift on the map. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they were pissed. And then the comments are so good. They're like, you don't really understand parody. Do you just like things like that? It's so good. Or the woman who was, took a picture or a screenshot from someone else's instagram picture with taylor swift in the luxury box she has one chicken like nugget it looks like yeah with ranch and ketchup and everyone's like can we now normalize protein and ranch i was like we didn't that wasn't normal have I, was i in my previous i used to eat ranch life i was doing it wrong or i was some sort of inhumane monster like- yeah they were praising they are praising taylor swift for being so
1: brave <laughs> thank you taylor for allowing us to eat ranch with the chicken the best milk. comment
0: on that thread was wait till they discover sports bars <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one was like this could work out for us nfl fans the taylor the swifties are the ones who could dig up some serious dirt on roger goodell the first time travis kelsey has a call go against him <laughs> <laughs> i was like that man will get ousted from the nfl and then we'll finally get a new commissioner and i was like mm, this is very interesting you know the first time when they are together and travis gets some bs call or something <laughs> the swifties are just gonna <laughs> No way. <laughs> and they're going to know that rule
1: book inside and out. Dude.
0: Oh, all right. Back to Star Wars. But that was, yeah, I just needed to ask Tim that. And when I see Amy, I, I, I need to have this discussion because Amy was the one that, that um, gave me all of the insight on the potential of Taylor Swift being a lesbian. Like I sat there at Corey's house for probably thirty minutes, listening to Amy take me down the road of why people think that, showing me pictures. Oh my god! It was. Posts. It was wild. It was, mm-hmm. it, but it was so intriguing. So I'm. I don't know. Right? I'm, I'm yeah. weird like that. I like stuff like that. Anyway, Star Wars.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Taylor Swift will somehow end up in a Star Wars show at some point. Is she
0: a nerd? I feel like she's a nerd. I don't know. She seems like a nerd. Anyway. Lizzo was in Star Wars, like Taylor Swift. Come on. Imagine Travis Kelsey's in Star Wars before her. Oh, the Swifties would have something to say about it. Uh, Anyway, Star Wars. This time I'm serious. Um, So, so yeah, credits rolled. I was like, Tim's going to say it was a filler episode. And I will say, to an extent, you're right. Um, We moved, but not too much. We went from, like, moving like moving ahsoka had the most movement which was fine because we didn't see her for an entire episode of her own show except for the opening um but ahsoka had the most movement and the most excitement throughout the episode um other than that you know we got the gang back together completely well we're still missing yeah which is zeb. Cute. but they mentioned zeb in the episode which was nice. The when she was filling him in, she really just does not want to tell Ezra how she got yeah, there. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little weird.
1: And and Ezra's definitely starting to like recognize that something's up. Mm-hmm. Like he's getting fishy. You know, he's like this this or no, he notices that it's fishy. He knows something's not right.
0: Our uh, our buddy Jay Glam texted me last night and said, "I really don't like reskinned Ewoks." <laughs>
1: Oh my! F- oh no! They are reskinned Ewoks. I said
0: nosy hunt as a game mode in Battlefront Three. Oh. <laughs> the rocks. The yeah. You're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Oh man, ruin. Yeah, I mean they're cute. It's fine. They're just a defenseless species on the other side of the well, in another galaxy. It's not a big deal. Like, there's going to be tons of defenseless species all around the galaxy. And honestly, they're not that defenseless because they have. Really have a system going for themselves of protection. Um, it, it, I like the uh, and then they're like big turtles. Yeah, but they also have their their little pods are like shells too because those pop it closed and and uh, you know have trapdoors all over the place and whatnot. So that was that was interesting. One question I have for you: oh, Why wouldn't Ezra take the lightsaber? Beca- oh, because he's turned into a monk. You think he's like?
1: um full force Bro, look. look at his look at his fighting style everything about Ezra <laughs> right now screams pacifist um also the the only other reason why I bring this up and saying he's a pacifist now is because homeboy killed a bunch of stormtroopers look at his uh, apparently the chainmail mm-hmm. that he wears under his garbs mm-hmm. is dog tags from Stormtroopers. Damn, that's dark. <laughs> Isn't
0: that dark as fuck? That is dark. Uh huh. But I'll I'll say this: What if he knows the stormtroopers are dead?
1: No. Okay. So so I thought that was going to be the case until he started killing the stormtroopers, and none of the 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 green smoke came out of them. I don't think they're zombies. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. One second, Tim. i will be right back. So. Okay.
0: I forgot to turn that off at the top of the episode. Sorry, chat. Um yeah, that would make sense that they're not zombies because Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Mm. Mhm. Yep, I it killed it killed my whole
1: like zombie theory as soon as I watched them die. Could they be, imb- could was- they
0: be imbued though the
1: same way like Savage was? Oh, yeah. Like, empowered, mm-hmm. like, make them stronger than they are. No, they were fighting, like, ding-dongs. No, <laughs> well, they are still stormtroopers. <laughs> like, they still fought, like, dumb stormtroopers. So, like, I don't... They even had the hut, hut,
0: hut, move, 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 move.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, dude, and like, and, like, you hear them talk. The only person who sounds cool when they talk is Enoch. Like, ev- like Enoch has this modulated voice. It's very, like, uh, sounds, like, almost, like, robotic. Um, Enoch, all of I the think, is f- dead. Enoch is something special. He's definitely something a lot more special than these other stormtroopers. I think, I think all of the stuff with the stormtroopers, them being like shadow troopers, I think that's all just like really cool visual things. Like the whole, um, the Japanese art style of breaking clay yeah, pots and then and then forming it back together with with metal. Um, I forget what it's called. Kit, kit. Um, and I didn't even, I didn't even Um, kits, kitsui, kitsugi. um kitsugi, something like that. Um, come to find out, a girl from my hometown. That uh, we went to school with was the was one of the people who worked on the uh, Stormtrooper uniforms, which I thought was really really cool. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was neat. Um, She posted about it after the uh, episode went live. Kintsugi, golden joinery in Japanese. So the so the whole the whole point of that is to make something is to break something to make it stronger. Um, It's it's a it's an art style in Japanese pottery that's like really really pretty. Um, But the whole idea is you break it. And then you, sh- you you then take those breaks and you put them all, all the pieces back together and then you fill it all in with like this, this alloy to make it stronger than it was before, which is, which is cool. It's like a represent, like, I think that's cool. Like this whole like rebirth. There's a lot of representations of like rebirth and becoming like coming back. Um, you know, uh, the stormtroopers, Thrawn, uh, Ahsoka, they all have these like coming back moments mm-hmm. or like these reborn moments and now that we've got, like, the fates, like, there's there's so much, like, spiritual, um, uh, like, representations and whatnot throughout, like, mythology that have been kind of thrown into Ahsoka, which I think is really, really cool. Well, this
0: is what you desired. You wanted more of the mystical side of Star Wars in a show because we'd take yeah, it, and they're crushing a very it. long break from it. You had pointed out when we were going over topics prior to the show um, about the fates and their ties to Greek mythology, which you had already called, yes. and I agreed with you. But now you dug a little deeper, and the names match up too. You said,
1: "Yeah, the names." The only thing that's like in the credits, they're this, they're they're said the same, but they're just the spelling is different. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull those up real quick. I mean, it's
0: the same with Shin and, and Hati too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's just like it's just cool all that right. they're just pulling from all that and 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 Skull and Hati. Kinda, yeah, Skull and Hati and bringing that together. It's 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 cool. I like it. And it fits because it's it's familiar enough. You're like, oh, I know what these are, but they're still so different. You're like, oh, this is this still feels very Star mythology Wars. Mythology
0: should always be a playground to be pulled from and and messed with and, and manipulated. That's the, f- the fun and the joy of it. You know, you look at God of War, you look at Game of Thrones, they all pull from obviously God of War, but Game of Thrones pulled from real life mythology on multiple counts and you know, Song of Ice and Fire is, is such a, a great series because of that. Mm-hmm. What are you saying their names were? Oh, crap. <laughs> we started we started talking about it, and then I stopped. Uh, on. They're creepy, by the way. They do those tight shots of them where it's just their face, and I'm like, oh, every time. <laughs> now, let me ask you something else really? in correlation with yeah. them. <clears throat> we know Balin hears a voice. Or a call. Did he yes. say a voice specifically, or was it just like a call or a pull?
1: He, he just, he, he asks, do you hear that? So he's hearing something very similar to like like you uh, you and I already had talked about with uh, Heir of the Empire. The
0: Joris, yeah. Joris has the call to the dark side. That doesn't end well for him. Um, or the call of that voice, which ends up being, uh, I believe it's Abeloth at the end of that. If I could be wrong, correct me. But um, the voice that Balin hears... Is that the same voice power thing that the Night Sisters, when they speak, the thing we always like—we've never been able to figure out what it is. Well, you know that you know when when Mother Talzin or even this Mother speaks, it has the thing behind it—the extra.
1: Yeah, I just assume I assume that was just their like that was just the creepy dark side stuff to, i didn't think much of it outside of i that.
0: feel it's whatever is operating within around them inside of them well that could be giving them their powers right but is that is it connected to that thing we're obviously in this place and due for something crazy next week um well i mean like we this whole Zepho tie-in that's going on so yeah i, I actually let me pull up the translation there if you missed it um it's kujat right uh so kujet kujet Ahsoka sorry i didn't pull this one up uh the, the joys of editing <laughs> it's okay so in Ahsoka when they're standing outside of whatever this night sister um thing is uh temple if you will yeah, we just we assumed it was just a temple. Earlier in the week, so this was probably the day after we recorded last week, I sent Tim an image of the hieroglyphs outside the temple. The hieroglyphs outside the temple match up perfectly in stylization and even some of the corresponding images mm-hmm. to both of the temples you explore in Jedi Fallen Order, the the Zepho mm-hmm. temples, which Tim and I joked, maybe we'll get, you know, a... Uh, uh, Zepho in this, and we're like, no, probably it might be the ricotta or something. Uh, Well, (laughs) we were wrong. And right. Oh, I wouldn't say we were wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact translation. I have the picture here. Uh, Translation. So if you... The sleuths went to... um, I can't
1: believe that people actually figured this out. Yeah, within a week, the... and translated it at all like that's the other part that just throws me for just an insane loop is that people were able to translate that so, also the on on um Balin's uh wrist mm-hmm. the list that's there that in we Aurabesh. just like come to find out that there is a list in orobesh that's on his is uh communicator and someone was able to zoom in deep enough and actually translate it all and it's all of the it's all of the characters that would be of great importance
0: in the new republic Luke Leia Luke, Han Leia C3PO Han Solo Chewie R2D2 and Ben Solo are the names on his list So these are these are huge targets so i mean like that's crazy and like people were able to figure that out such, you guys are nuts. such a minute the, the Star detail Wars-
1: yeah, I mean like this goes back to like in episode nine where someone had to go to Black Spire Outpost at Disney World to get the journal oh. to decipher the dagger. You know, it's just like shit like that, where it's just like that is so cool
0: that they just went the extra step to leave that in there for us. Yes. And it, yeah, again, that that's praise to the Lucas team on on putting that in. So the translation, and actually someone has the translator if you want it, uh Tim. Um the basically the way to translate the hieroglyphs into letters and symbols and and whatnot. Oh that's dope. Um the text on behind Thrawn and and um oh my god what's her name? The other night. Morgan Elspeth? Yes, Morgan. It says Praise Kujet ruler of all may his reign last. Kujet was the dark side Zepho. We have images of him from Star Wars Fallen Order. His uh his temple um entrance was the one with all the Zepho like crawling up and like yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually they looked like the, all the, the evil and shit background on my computer. Um, uh, so this could be now. Let's take it a step further. We know they're loading bodies. They keep saying cargo, but the things—well, yeah, yeah—that they're bringing right. in are bodies.
1: We—that's the assumption because they're coming from the catacombs, right?
0: So. On one hand, yes, it makes sense that the Night Sisters would be bringing bodies with them. We, if you've seen Clone Wars, you know exactly what they're going to do with those. Um, if you play Jedi Fallen Order, you know exactly what could yes, happen. Yes, if you play Jedi Fallen Order, you one hundred percent know. My question is, does that have anything to do with the Zepho Is Kujet just a quick little? No, that's too big. I,
1: I there's there's no way there is there's. They're just going to leave that like that. That feels just too important to just leave hanging like that. Yeah. I, I would be de- like, uh, I don't know. I said that before about Jedi survivor and look where we're at. Yeah. Um, but this is a great opportunity to introduce this F.O. I think
0: I, so
1: no. you've, you've set up, you've set up the scene. You've you've literally they put there's no way there's no way that they spent all that time and money to build that set piece and do the level of detail that they had to literally spell out these things. It could like it could have just been gibberish, but they actually took the time to spell all of that stuff out. There's got to be a reason why. Yeah, there's no way that they're just like, eh, it was just for shits and giggles. Have fun. Like uh, that seems like on one hand, really cool, fun Easter egg on the and then on the completely opposite side of the coin it it's so important to the the overarching Star Wars lore like these things were introduced and these are supposed to be very very old creatures that that were attuned with the force and then one was tempted by the dark side and went down this really dark path and almost exterminated their entire race i mean like complete genocide and we're just going to kind of just not talk about it I don't know. That's way too important. It's literally, it's literally the driving story for a video game. And now it's brought into live action. There's no way in hell they don't, they don't bring it up. They have to at least acknowledge it next episode. So
0: there's, there's a huge connection with whatever Balin's looking for, whatever the night sisters are powered by. Most definitely. Like this is all coming together. Will we get the final answer in next episode? No, but we're definitely getting more Ahsoka. I'll tell you that much.
1: I mean, for fuck's sake, Kevin in, um, in freaking,
0: uh, Bad Batch, we get the zepho, uh weapon. We get the zepho Brontosaurus. And the tomb. There was a remember. There was a tomb that we were like, is that a Zepho uh-huh. tomb? And now uh-huh. it's those hieroglyphs. So it's the same thing. So they are planning the Easter eggs. And Dave's just sitting back, going like <laughs> the entire time, just fucking chuckling the whole time. Um, so I don't. Here's my thing. I don't think Balin dies. I think they're gonna have to recast him. I I am. It, uh, I, if if he was going to die, I think it would have been in this episode. I think it would have been with Ahsoka. Um, I think it would have been that fight, but they make her run away. So one of well, a few options here, we can either, you know, get him into some sort of situation where his face gets messed up or scarred or something, and then someone else could assume the role, uh, or he has to wear a helmet like a Sith, or be sick. a mask or something like that. Or, as I sent you earlier last week, the perfect person to take over would be Gerard Butler. Um Ooh, Gerard Butler would be so good. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else. Anyone else? I'm sure they could find someone. If they were able to find the perfect Ezra and the perfect Sabine, uh the perfect older Ahsoka, I'm sure they could find someone. But like out of popular celebrities, Gerard Butler would be it to play um Balin. But here's what I'm getting at. And this is this was one of the big topics of discussion over the course of the week. Uh whatever Balin is looking for, he's leaving Shin now. We know that he's leaving this situation. He came to pretty and not when he was describing power to her back when we were on Sitos. he was Mm -hmm. not talking about the power that she had assumed. And now she seems to be questioning literally everything that that girl is having internal struggles beyond belief. Something's going to happen with her. She's either going to turn Ahsoka gave her a chance and then let her run but very Sith-like. Balin is on his own now. I, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. He's not joining back up with Thrawn. Thrawn noticed immediately. Also, Thrawn's forty chest The whole episode was just so good to listen to. Just, um, just fucking chef, dude. Okay, all right.
1: That that moment of of the 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 tactician table mm-hmm. and like him like sitting there and like calling moves. Mm-hmm. That is the book. Like yes. those like that moment is what made me fall in love with the books because the space battles are that. Yep. Space battles are like move into this quadrant. Yep. Team Alpha, do this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, do that, do this. And it's just like it's so cool to listen to and seeing that on the screen was amazing. And I want more of that. Yes. And that's why I'm so sad that we only have one more episode with Thrawn. And this episode with Thrawn overall was not great uh, I, in my I, opinion in my opinion we've we just got thrawn handed to us and now it's like ah, you're, you're not going to get a lot of him the, and i'm i'm a
0: little disappointed the master tactician thrawn is thrown through and through it's that's legends that's yes. Disney. that's just who he is at his core so it was great to see it in action and i agree this episode is very light on a lot um but I will say
1: the one thing that has me really intrigued, and we can talk about this a little bit later in depth, is
0: his command over the Night Sisters is very concerning to yes, me. Yes, Grand Admiral. Yeah, that was I noticed that too, that they were very subservient to their ser- sir they're servants. How to gr to, to Thrawn. Exactly. I, I yelled that at my TV. I
1: was like, How are they do? how is he doing yeah. this? Because these are very, very powerful witches and they are very much so bending the knee. Yeah. Yeah, and and I don't know why. I want to know why he has them by the balls because there is something there is something up his sleeve, and he has not shown his hand. And
0: you know, to be again the sarcophagi that they're putting into the ship, if those are Night Sisters, and the Night Sisters are somehow serving him. Okay, this all makes a lot more sense now. But again, he didn't. Whatever hand he has up his sleeve, he has not shown his cards. So I would have thought the
1: roles were reversed, and I that he too. was being servient to the Night Sisters. No, no, it's 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 the other way around. So I want to know what happened. We need a
0: flashback so badly. Yeah, it's oh my god, it's confusing. But but on on the subject of Balin, and then we can move on from Balin because there's two things on Balin I want to talk about. Um, whatever's calling him yeah um you know could it be this this, the spirit of kujet kujet makes sense from this standpoint i love that so much sith are bound to their burial they cannot their Mm -hmm. spirits cannot roam the the galaxy like a jedi who's learned um you know it used to be the jedi just became force ghosts and we realized it would be a learned thing sith can't do that they're bound to their body we know that from the temples on on korban we know that from encountering sith all around the galaxy um even in the trial of Wills, Darth Bane's body is supposed to be buried in that temple. So even the the Wills were like adhering to that theory. If that's the case, Kujet is most likely buried on Paredia. Um I would assume so, since that model, uh, that that temple is there. Right. So and it says and the temple is to him, it's, but it says "Long may his reign last." So that was probably built when he was alive. That,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like the temple, the temple was made for him, though. Like that's his, like the, that's his throne room, and like those are those I would assume are those. But at the same time, it doesn't look big enough.
0: It doesn't look, like, big enough to support a zepho body. I don't know.
1: Because those things are huge. Those things are they're massive.
0: So it really it really raises the question, okay, that's one thing. The only other option that I could possibly see is the Abaloth theory that's been floating around. And Abaloth makes sense because of Ahsoka's connection to the father, the brother, and the, the sister. Um, now, when they wrote Clone Wars, apparently they were supposed to, like, involved the mother somehow, but it never happened mainly because the mother, if, I don't know, if you, if you know legends and you know what I'm talking about right now, the mother is horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. She's a world eater. She, she, okay. So she wanted to,
1: she wanted to be immortal. Yep. She, she found, she found the, 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 the father, the, the sister and the brother yep. fa- found them. They bring her, they bring her on and she's like, I want to be immortal like you. So she does, she, she takes from, she takes from the evil, like an evil tree, right? She eats it. Does is she eat an evil fruit and then, and then, and then bathe in a light side pool? Something like that. Something like that, where she, she tries to be light and dark at the same time. And she comes out coming like looking like a mutant
0: space demon. And she's insane. And she essentially turned into a force demon is what happened. And you know, she has like this Joker smile of jagged teeth that goes all the way up to her ears. Um, black. Eyes. Yeah, she's Her horrifying. eyes are like, they say in one of the things, her eyes are like black holes. Um, Luke was the only person to defeat her in Legends because he was the only one. But he didn't even like defeat her, right? <laughs> he just put her back in her yes, cage. Yes, because she was she like very much Christian um, uh, mythology with the devil, you know, chained to the depths of the earth and all that stuff. And uh, Lord of the Rings too, uh, that's Melkor. And that, and that's happened multiple times. She's, she's gotten out. Right.
1: And the father has had to like put her back. Right. Well, now that... And she's the father is is dead, right? There's nothing there to there's nothing there to keep her in her chains the, or in in her prison. The
0: sister is the Morai Owl following Ahsoka. The brother, brother's dead. The, the brother's dead too. Um, but again, if they're immortal, could their spirits have been transferred? Like, or 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 mm-hmm. or the other big or is that. The new mortis deities are being set up, which would be going back to seeing Anakin, which would be Anakin would be the father. Ahsoka would be the sister. And then the mystery would be who is the brother. Um, that's the new one floating around. Um, people are like Starkiller. I'm like that. What, how? <laughs> the, the reason why they say that is because there's a rendering. I know.
1: Have you seen the render yeah, of the it. of the new deities? Yeah. yeah. It looks good, but at the same time it like it doesn't make any sense. Did someone
0: make that though? That's not canon. Yeah, no, it's not real.
1: Yeah. It's someone just made yeah. it. So. But it looks like it looks like it came from the show.
0: Right. So it, it in theory seeing Anakin tying it back to the Mortis stuff, saying he became a Mortis deity would would be very interesting for his character, you know, post Vader and and all that stuff. Um, you know, ahsoka training to be the sister considering she's followed by the moray owl makes sense the brother is the big question mark for me there but the introduction of the mother makes sense as well my question is your show is 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 it tv 14 it's tv 14 right for star wars i think so abeloth to me (laughs) it's like a rated r yeah it's not really tv 14 I mean, it could be
1: PG thirteen. Well, I don't know. That could be PG thirteen. He could get away with it, I'm sure. As long as there's no gore, as I think, as long as there's no like heavy gore, or and they, can, they get away with one fuck. So, I mean, you do get a fuck. So, yeah, you get one of those, and uh, uh, I would just. I mean, like, I think this could be PG thirteen. Tony Gilroy almost got to use it. That would have been the
0: fuck the empire.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz PG-13 just means that parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate I, would, I her. mean I got yep. a
0: picture up right here and I would strongly caution I would if she's it and they show her I'm not letting Hunter watch the show like that'll be nightmares for months that I'll have to deal with. Uh, yeah, you can even have nudity, Kevin. You can have nudity with PG-13? A PG a PG-13 motion
1: picture may may go beyond the PG rating in theme, violence, nudity, sensuality, wow, language, adult activities or other elements but does not reach the restricted R category. Sorry, Wayne,
0: your nudes are only PG-13. I think as long as you don't show a penis, you're okay. <laughs> of course it's the penis. No one wants to see a pe- penis. No one wants to see a penis. They're so like, Let's be honest. Ugh, ugh, penises. Ugh. Even a lightsaber one wouldn't be fun. Ugh, ugh. And uh, But yeah, so I think it's one of those two things. I don't think anything else would make sense. I don't think anything else would garner interest. I don't think anything else would get the uh, fan service Uh, that they'd probably be looking for in all of this.
1: I personally think that Abeloth would make more of a buzz. I think that would get people being like, oh, wow, like they did it. They they brought this really cool thing from Legends back, and holy crap, like talk about being able to um, reinvigorate an entire fan base that kind of like threw them to the side. And, and cast them out as like, well, you're ruining Star Wars for me. Like,
0: what happens when they do this move? The existence of the mother is like sitting there in canon, though. It's not this like foreign concept that would be, oh, we got to bring her back because with the existence of the father, the brother, and the sister, the mother theoretically exists. Too. I mean,
1: y- y- not not technically. No, I know. Like she she there's there she serves no purpose. She is a mutant. She is literally she was created to be a a, a, a primordial force. Um, the, the three of them, the, the, the triforce of these, these people, like they can live without having any type of interaction with his mother creature. Like oh, it, they 100%. just, they can exist forever. Yeah. Um, but they need a bad guy. You need you like all of all, like every God needs something that goes against them. And who else could
0: do that? It also makes sense that the bad guy for Ahsoka would not be a direct, I use the word direct purposefully here, threat to the New Republic, because the New Republic is supposed to have peace up until the First Order, aside from what they even mentioned in the court-martial. Well, it wasn't a court-martial yet. The trial um, or the hearing, um, which is the imperial remnant. They reference, you know... Yeah,
1: what's that guy's name? Which, Which senator is that? Oh, Ziono?
0: Ziono? Yeah, that guy is
1: totally an Imperial spy. He is 100% an Imperial plan. That guy is, he's doing the very like, uh, uh the, the political thing where he's just like, no, 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 let's just scoop past this thing. That's definitely a, a, huge concern to me or should be a big concern to me, but I don't care. Well, they
0: reference, they reference Mandalorian, uh, what happened, the events of Mandalore? they like, what about what happened on Mandalore? And Which I'm so glad they did because so many
1: people have been confused about when this takes place. I just assumed. Which I don't understand. I
0: assumed it was after that, and I was right. So, like, cool. Like, it just fit perfectly. That that question has come up a bunch of like, but when does this take place? It's like right after Mando. Yeah, and literally that's what. what about what happened, which lines up perfectly to... You know, I was in Gibbon's chat yesterday and they were talking about how Bo will probably be the star of season four. And I have no... Again, the show is called The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. And we've been
1: saying that from the beginning, that what's really cool about the title being The Mandalorian and not Din or Mando or any of the things that they have been calling him is because you have so many Mandalorian that could come in as your
0: protagonist. Din also got his happy ending and Din can still weave in and out of other yeah, people's stories very easily without it. A- he had the best ending ever that he deserved. He can it was so good. Of in and he can weave in and out of anyone's story, which means Bo... Beau- mm-hmm. Should be the focus because now we all want the restoration of Mandalore and then bringing Sabine Mm -hmm. into that picture Mm -hmm. raises a whole new political climate there that they have to deal with. But that's a conversation for another day in another show. Point being is that now we're in this this period of time. We understand, you know, the existence of all these things when it comes to the lore. Avaloth makes sense from a fan service standpoint. Legends connection, all of that stuff. Kujit, kujet kujit whatever his name is makes sense from the the connection of the greater universe that disney era of lucas has been trying to build um with the games and everything like that and the introduction of the zeffo into live action which has slowly been a drip after we learned about them in um jedi fallen order i as a fan i will be like Tim just said, I will be more excited to know it's Abeloth, but I have zero issues if it's Kujet. Zero. I am totally fine with that, too. For me,
1: with, a, with, a story, with the storytelling and, and me wanting it to be consistent across this board of it being able to be like, okay, I can start at episode one and I can play all these games. And I can do all these things and it, it tells a beautiful story. It being Kujet would be it would make way more sense to me from just a storytelling perspective because we got that we got the pitch up right we got this like they they underhanded this entire storyline to us with with fallen order and in in my opinion it was a huge swing and a miss with survivor i think that having like cordovo like come and he him being like i kind of gave up on the whole like the whole like search and research for zepho made no sense to me. It was such like a hard stop and for them to pick it back up with live action, like I think that's a great way to continue that storyline because if they wait till if they wait till uh, Jedi 3, whatever that's going to be, Jedi whatever, um I think it's going to take too long and it's going to kind of water
0: down that entire Zepho storyline. We line. overlooked one glaring detail that I said what's that? If Seth are bound to their tombs, Kujak can't be there. Because we explore Goujette's tomb in Fallen Order. Is it his? Is it his tomb? It is his tomb because his body's in there. But is he sick? like so? He was tempted by the dark side. But we like are we, we going to say no? That he he is, is the dark side zepho There's remember. There's light and dark.
1: Right, right, right. But right, but are we like so? Is the whole like the spirit being tied to the the tomb? is that only with dark side users? It's supposed to be and it might
0: be a legends thing for all I know.
1: Uh, I mean like I just I don't understand why they would do all of this stuff with like again with the temple and all of that and he is not a part of like this 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 entity that's living on the planet. He, like, hear
0: me out on this. What if the font of the dark side that Kujet reached into which would eventually become Sith is yes. the same thing that the night sisters tapped into as well at some point along the line? And it's just, that's just, this is just a font of, of a well of the dark side, if you will. On I, I,
1: I don't know. Because I mean, like, so Cujet's tombs in Star Wars mm-hmm. current galaxy. Yep. And we're in this new galaxy that has a tomb or that has a, a temple that is praising him. Damn.
0: His tomb is on Dathomir in
1: Yeah. In. Is it in Dathomir? It's on
0: Dathomir. I just looked it up.
1: It's been it's it's been a bit. Cuz don't
0: you fight what's his face when you walk out of the tomb? Yes. The crazy guy? Yeah.
1: But he doesn't die. No, no is he dead?
0: Uh that guy? Did he die? I believe we kill him, don't we? Don't we knock him off the edge? Do we, do we, but do we kill him? I think we knock him off the edge. Is there a body? I don't remember. He reminded oh, me of crap. Joris, by the way, more than Balin.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he's a, I mean, he, he went insane. He was a Jedi who, um, survived Order 66, who ended up on Dathomir, went insane with dark side and we end up finding him in his current state.
0: Oh man. What if they tied him back into it? Shit. It's uh Malikos, Taryn Malikos, Taryn Malikos. I'm looking at his death now real quick. Is he dead? I'm making sure. God, we should have prepared for this. <laughs> I didn't think the conversation would go here. No, but I didn't, I didn't think it would go this way. That's why people love the show. Is, it's yeah, just, he's dead. He's buried by Marin. Oh, Buried Alive by Marin. See? We don't know if he's actually dead or Might not. Might not be dead. Yeah, Taryn, oh. Taryn reminded me big time of uh, Joris when we first met him. Oh, man. So, the one thing I, I will tell you this, regardless if they find a way to make it Cajette or it's Abalod, there is one thing I don't want it to be, and then we can move on. Please, for the love of God. Have nothing to do with Palpatine. Absolutely nothing. Oh, zero I will zero, just nada, shit a brick. Nothing. Nothing to do with Palpatine. We know what he's up to. The Exegol experiments and all that stuff. Flesh that out and something else. Can we just stay away from it? Please don't, under any circumstances, involve Palpatine. Unless this is some sort of force that Palpatine found because he did X, Y, and Z. I'm okay with that because like, that was his, he was into that.
1: No, this feels deeper than that. That's
0: what I'm hoping for. Yeah, but don't involve. Belgium. I don't
1: think I don't think Balin would be just after like something to do with the Emperor. I think it's I think it's it's deeper than that because it did, it's something that t- it it ties into the Felony verse, not into the George Lucas verse, which I'm
0: fine with. The line that scared me was when Ezra asked if the Emperor was dead, and she said, "That's what people are saying." Yeah, which was a nice nod because no one wanted to believe that the
1: Emperor was dead. Right. The new Rep- The new Republic is 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 doing their propaganda thing of like the emperor's dead, the empire's fallen, follow us. But then there's still these whispers. There's like, and that's been going on since the, since, you know, the battle of Endor is like, there's no way that he died because, because go back to the Sentinels, the, 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 the robots that have his face mm-hmm. that goes into, um, Oh, what's the operation, cinder? um, operation cinder. Like, so, like, all of those things, you know, these are these are orders that are still being carried out by the emperor. And so the assumption is that someone's pulling the strings. And so they just assume that the emperor, like, there are people that assume that the emperor isn't actually dead. So that, I think that was the nod that she was making, not so much of, like, a um, uh, a, a lineup for, oh, nope, the emperor's coming back.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I just... It- it miffed me a little bit thinking about those two things together. I was like, please don't, don't even go there.
1: No, I, I did not, I did not feel that at all. I think what she was doing was she was just being very truthful to Ezra. Okay, um, our little monk
0: <laughs> with the the medal of everything dead he, he. Yeah, troopers. I know we
1: needed, I know we need to take a break. But like everything about Ezra is just so good. I I
0: love where I love what they've done with this character. All right, let's talk about Ezra in a second. Be right back. All righty, we're back. Ezra. One thing before Ezra, the kyber crystal theory on Balin's belt. Oh, on Balin's belt buckle, the green kyber crystal that's chilling there. I get it.
1: Like I like that idea right, of it cool, being but his but old why? lightsaber. because because he hold because he still holds tr- holds on to the memory of what the order was back to the line of, I miss the idea of it. He does. He misses the old ways. And that's what this is all about. This is all that that is what Balin's mission is all about is, is trying to get away from the normality. That is this cycle of death and destruction and then life and then death. He wants to get away from it. Right. And he wants to hold, he wants, he wants what the Jedi promised everyone and never delivered on. And I think that's why he still holds on to that. Like that's why he felt bad having to kill Ahsoka, because he knew that the only way to get what he truly wanted, which was to get on to Peridia and to find whatever this thing is, he had to go through Ahsoka. And that's where he's like, "This is such a shame. Like I shouldn't have to do this, but I'm going to."
0: Yeah, um, about
1: that. I that. I think I think I think Balin's character is it's it, he's not he's not just this really strong meaty Sith guy like he's there's so much more depth to Balin's character and I really hope that we'll get more on him even though that like Ray Parker's dead and stuff like that like it sucks yeah I mean but I think I think Balin's character as a whole I think you could even go back and fill in some of his gaps but he's very interesting I, I he's a very cool character
0: I the one side of me is because Ray passed you know oh we have to let the character go but at the same time the character is so dynamic. He did such a good job working with Dave to create it that I think it would do it justice to continue with the right person um, yeah. and continue on. You know, It wouldn't be the first show to recast someone. And I think Star Wars does need to get in the habit of that. I know that's something t- for some fans that they think it's taboo, but you know, look at Game of Thrones. Season one, we have a different mountain from season two, and the season two mountain and beyond was way better than season one mountain, so... You know, you never know, and I'm not knocking Ray at all. Like he has done a incredible job uh, at that, but you just never know, you know, what you'd be getting out of that. So it's really just something I, I think, like you said, we had the opportunity to kill him off, and he didn't. So I have a feeling yeah. it's just going to be a recasting, and just hopefully it's the right person. That's all. Your monk buddy Ezra, go ahead. <laughs>
1: oh my god, dude! I just I love everything about this. Like so, this kind of ties into. Um the people of Jeddah were the protectors in Jeddah what were there what were they called the guardians the, of the wills um, What was the other was there something else that they called them? anyways, it reminds me very much of the guardians of the wills from Jeddah. this whole like I the the force is my ally, the force is the only thing that I need um he did he I, I thought he was gonna be purely pacifist. I was waiting for like I was waiting for him to just like force push things and like no killing. But, like, he force-pushed, grabbed a blaster, and shot a guy in the head. So, like, it's not it's not pacifist Ezra. It's this thing of, I have gotten stronger, and I don't need this... I don't need that tool in order to do what I need to do. Like, like he stops Shin's lightsaber blade and does enough distortion that you watch the plasma, like, start to ripple off, which I thought was so cool. But that shows you how strong he is. Like, that is, that is literally, like, the same power that... Um, that Kylo Ren has when he stops the mm-hmm. the the blaster bolt in midair, like that, like you don't see a lot of Jedi do that. And so for Ezra to like not only just stop the blade, but almost like completely disrupt that energy field was really really cool to me. I thought that was just really neat. Just like that level of detail in that shot was really appreciated. But everything that Ezra is doing, like his combat style, very Shaolin, very Kung Fu. Uh, all these like force pushes and blocks and stuff. It was great. Um, I still don't understand why he wouldn't want to use his lightsaber, but at the same time, he has learned to live without it for so long. That's why I I think for him, he was like, I got this. You need it more than I do. I gave it to you. you. I gave it to you for a purpose. I think he'll pick a lightsaber up again in the near future. I would hope so. I would love to see him with a lightsaber of some sort. But at the same time, knowing that he doesn't need it is also really, really cool. I miss his original lightsaber. I'm
0: kind of partial to that one. The blaster-lightsaber
1: blaster, blaster lightsaber combo? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was funny because she was like, grab a lightsaber. Grab a blaster at least. And he's like, I don't need it. I'm good. Um, I, I really like Ezra's character. I like older Ezra. I I, I like this, this character he's grown into. But I do want to know all of the trials and tribulations that he went through. In the last ten, it was years, very Ezra to or be eight like. Years, wait, or however long
0: you could take us as your prisoners. Like that was very <laughs> it was, Ezra. It was so
1: good. I was chuckling the entire time. The dialogue was just so good. And she's like, "Destroy them." He's like, "Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. What do you? <laughs> very hold on. You know who that also reminded me of? Kanan. That's something Kanan would do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah, talk. Very, very let's talk about
0: this. <laughs> That's Kanan. Yeah. It, the entire
1: episode just felt like a Rebels episode. Like all of the action scenes. Like everything screamed rebels which i thought was so great even just like thrawn like opening up fire on ahsoka when she's in the um the debris field with all the bones and everything like i thought that was just that was great you know that was just really really cool do you think
0: he's been talking to Kanan or yoda i think he's been communing with somebody yoda would make sense because we know yoda has the ability and he knew yoda previously he's talked to yoda a few times already so yeah yoda would make sense so could be yoda be a nice little probably not next episode but maybe for another season there's
1: doubt there has to be another season of ahsoka there's no way that there isn't a season two like the the the, the theme the tone like everything about this i love like i i I love the whole like they've really leaned into this being very japanese-esque um from the combat styles to the cinematography to just the the way that people are dressed and like all that stuff is just it's so fitting for star wars like it just it this is definitely one of my favorite. Andor is still my favorite show out of all of them. Ahsoka is definitely mm-hmm. like a, a number two for me. Andor is probably my number two after this. To be honest, this
0: one has been my I, favorite.
1: I I like Andor because they weren't afraid to go into the dark side of Star Wars, like Love it. from an adult tone and everything about that. I think I think that like Andor set the pacing and the bar for what other Star Wars shows are going to be. And so like that's why I think like it's still like one of the best ones, just because of what they were able to pull off. Um and Ahsoka, just from everything from the uh uniqueness of this show okay. to also being so familiar at the same time. Like it's really nice to have like a show that you know is fan servicing, but at the same time it's still very
0: compelling. My favorite parts of Star Wars are the mystical that whole sure side so Andor had none of that for me Andor's is a f- oh, yeah. phenomenal show phenomenal but now that we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the weird mystical spiritual dark side light side that whole thing in ahsoka and live action um you have me completely hooked and then some yeah um so that's why it's my favorite because that was what intrigued me about knights or republic was going to korriban and learning sure. about the 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 ancient sith at the valley of the dark lords and you know going to to um the ancient Rakata structures and you know going to tython and learning about the jedi and dantooine and all of that so that was what hooked me into being a star wars super freak and then it got to the novels and then i started learning about the Abelots. i read air to the like i said i read i keep saying i read air to the empire 20 years ago right that's what i keep saying to you no mm-hmm. i read air to the empire like 25 years ago sure <laughs> i was yeah, I still it. in high school Tim. <laughs> <laughs> i read it in high school i had the book i remember because my uncle bob gave it to me it was a paperback and i was like who's this blue dude on this and he's like oh that's admiral thrawn you should read this <laughs> and i was like oh so i read it once i never read it again and then years later we were um I was with Rob. We were drinking uh, around a campfire and we started to talk about stars. And he's like, oh, you ever read Air to the Empire? And I was like, yeah, a long time. We always start talking about that. And then you made me watch Rebels. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's him. (laughs) It's the guy from the book. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been a journey. My Uncle Bob, also the one who gave me the book, is the one that I've said on the show before. He saw A New Hope in the theaters and still has his button that they gave him that says, may the force be with you. And I was like, you need to sell that on eBay you will make so much money (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just been it's been quite the journey to get here but the mystical stuff is really what i'm into like the night sisters are some of the coolest stuff that we've seen in star wars in my opinion so i'm I'm, that's why this is my favorite and you know so far so far yep but i love mandalorians too so who knows what's in season four and more mandalorians i
1: don't know dude we were talking about earlier but we're definitely going to hit this dry spell soon mm-hmm. like it's
0: going to be it'll be rough you got to understand too for our generation who played knights of the old republic we're getting all that stuff in live we're getting mandalorians so that's right of yeah. the old republic the night the night sisters were not from from that but the really the delving into the dark side and the light side and all that stuff all kind of based in the books and knight seal republic and and the comics so the thing that brought us in now, all of these years later, is seeming to be you know what they're going to build everything uh, uh, around. But Ahsoka, interesting thing, interesting stat. Ahsoka's viewership numbers have been lower than Mando, hmm. but the viewer rating has been higher than Mando. That doesn't surprise me. Which is exactly what happened with Andor, too. The numbers mm-hmm. were lower. Ahsoka's higher than Andor for the record, but that doesn't surprise me either. The viewer rating was higher than Mando. So Mando, while again, a great show, I love Mandalorian and it changed Star Wars forever is, is the, not the lowest, cause that's book of Boba Fett out of the live action stuff. It is, it is towards not, the bottom. It's
1: cause there's not enough, not enough lightsabers and not enough, um, characters that you can connect with. Yeah. That's the problem. Is that there's too many new characters and there's no one throwing a lightsaber around, and so Star Wars fans will ultimately not be attracted as much to that as they would other. Which things. Which is why Luke was the most watched episode of Mandalorian, because it was something that everybody knew. And man, I- it's it's just it's it's the unfortunate it's the unfortunate part to Star Wars is that it is such a it's such a vast universe and it's so rich with stories that have nothing to do with a force wielder or someone who has a lightsaber and it's completely missed out
0: on. Yeah. And I think it's, it's the major difference. If you're going to compare it to song of ice and fire game of Thrones for the let's compare game of Thrones television specifically. Sure. Um, You know, world building in both phenomenal, but the, the issue with game of Thrones is we are introduced to the politics of the that that world as kind of the focus there's so much crazy magical weird mystical stuff in a song of ice and fire that doesn't even Mm -hmm. scrape the surface of what we see in game of thrones you know the 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 red priestesses and all that stuff and the resurrection remember the
1: oh that shit's just kind of skimmed over creepy
0: shadow murder baby thing in that one scene like that's just uh for instance catelyn stark comes back she's resurrected from the dead as Lady stoneheart Leads the 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 brotherhood of whatever the Brotherhood without banners or whatever they're called in this whole like Mm -hmm. rebellion storyline that they didn't even touch. And she's basically zombie Catelyn Stark getting revenge for what's happened to her children. But like that, we weren't introduced to that up front. So that's the difference is people were all about the politics, the sex, all the stuff that made Game of Thrones what it was as a television show. And that's what they're leaning into with House of the Dragon. Even though, in my opinion, the episode of House of the Dragon where the king is dying is probably the best episode from that universe of anything ever and the most superb, one of the best acting performances ever. Star Wars, in their hand, we're introduced to the mystical up front when we meet Luke and Obi-Wan in A New Hope and we meet Vader. We understand that side of it. So that's that's our first impression of it. When we get into the politics, the Andor side of it, you know, that's something again, my wife loved Andor she could connect with it on a social you know i can compare this to the real world versus um you know it being entertainment in in, in a world she knew so i think mm-hmm. that's kind of the difference when people watch these shows is it really is based on the first impression of when you watched it and then you're going to take hunter and kyler who are going to watch and experience all of this in a way that you and i could never even fathom dream of or understand because they're gonna mm-hmm. watch it in a much, much—they're gonna have it all up front. For me and you, it's mm-hmm. divided up over decades. <laughs> for lack mm-hmm. of better saying it, like it's decades for them. It's yep. you know we're almost done with Bad Batch, and then we're gonna watch Solo, and you know, and he's seen it all, and now he's getting to piece it all together as one long storyline. So that's kind of the difference mm-hmm. um, between the shows, and why I would say the reception. While high in ratings, viewership is lower because there is a lack of interest for certain things.
1: hmm Agreed.
0: You want me to go down this list of Easter eggs that aren't Easter eggs? Yeah, I'd love that. So normally every week I go to Screen Rant. Screen Rant is very good at finding Easter eggs that Tim and I weren't able to find. Now, I would say probably a little more than half we'd find, and there's a few that I'm always like, oh, that's cool. This week, again, Screen Rant, I'm sorry, this just, these are not Easter eggs. This is things that happened in the episode. So, no, 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 I'm sure they're Easter eggs. Tell them what they are. All right. I'm sure these are Easter, Easter eggs. Easter egg these, number they, 14 I, Ahsoka episode seven returns to Coruscant, the Galactic Capitol. No shit. That's probably why we saw the Galactic Capitol building, and that's where they <laughs> held the hearing with Senator Zeno uh, and Hera. <laughs> uh, number 13. What an Easter egg, dude. Hera name drops the Imperial Remnant. That's not an easter egg that is a fact when we had the discussion about Mandalorian season 3 and Moff Gideon we all understand that that's not an easter egg that's more of a plot point in the episode world it's just world building mm-hmm. Ahsoka's place in the timeline is finally fixed I will give you this one I don't think that's true I mean other than okay they just like they 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 cemented
1: it by saying, you know, the things that happened on Mandalore. But I mean, I feel like if you have any like understanding of what's going on in the world and how like things lined up, I think we all knew that after we see Ahsoka at the end of season three, that she's off on her adventure and we pick right up after Also that. fixed
0: is not the right word there. It was never broken. It was never broken. That was number 12. Number 11. An <sighs> unexpected cameo from C-3PO. Yes, And we should talk about this. We should take.
1: I don't understand how that's an Easter egg. He was the main (laughs) focal point of that conversation. Not an Easter egg. That's not an Easter egg. An Easter egg is when it's like hidden and you
0: have to find it. He was Anthony Daniels was out front and center. It was a genius way to incorporate Leia without having her show up. I still th- that is the only reason why they did that is because they didn't want to CGI uh, Leia onto
1: the, into the screen. And so what you what do you do? You use 3PO for everything. He gets
0: used in the books as her liaison. I mean, like, this is a very normal Leia behavior. Very. And we also find out that she, unlike Air of the Empire, she is the head of the defense uh, committee for um, the Senate. So we do understand how she goes from senator to general now because if she's part of the defense committee, it would make sense that, you know, she would end up as a general fighting uh, in the in the uh, resistance. Later on down the line, yeah. Apparently she doesn't. She ends up just giving them the middle finger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, which you can see why if this is the crap she has to deal with. Oh, the
1: politics that they'd have to put up with? I'd totally so, give them a middle yeah, thing. Not right.
0: really an Easter egg, because he literally walked into the room. I heard his voice and I went, No. And then they yeah. pan the camera behind the guard and I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> They've gotta do they've gotta do something about his suit though, because like the black the black behind the wires is it's it's not like it's a sh like it's not hiding anything other than it just looks like a bodysuit. I don't know. I felt like it kind of felt like they got a C-3PO costume from Walmart for Halloween. But that's like there are definitely parts where I was like, mm. that's what he looks like. And he always I has. know that's the part that like that's what like I really hope C-3PO gets like just like a revamp or something because he's looking kind of oh, rough. Like he looks him. like he came right out of the 70s. The
0: problem is, is now you're watching it in 4K as opposed to.
1: I know <laughs> it's ruining the immersion. <laughs>
0: But it was so good to see him. It was and so hear good. Anthony it was Daniels. Great. Like it was just such a great moment. And Harris now and Harris smiled. Harris smile when she saw him. I was like, ah. ah oh, so ah, smug. Ah, 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 ah.
1: <laughs> now, if you do want an Easter egg, the data disc that he hands off is very, very similar to the same data disc that R2 D2 is given yes. in A New Hope. Like if you like if you want to look for an Easter egg, like that's an Easter egg. Isn't that or well, another another Easter egg? The training droids that's in Ahsoka's ship.
0: Isn't that also the, similar to the data disc that they put in him for Luke's map for the missing piece? Y- uh, yes. Yeah.
1: So, but like little things like that. I mean, I think you could say that's an Easter egg. with C three PO walking out on stage, not an Easter egg.
0: Number ten is Leia's role in the New Republic confirmed. All right, uh, kind of an Easter egg, yes, because in in Legends she was not leader of the Defense Committee. It was somebody else. I forget his name. Um, but even in, in, uh, in aftermath, was she? Did she have a a, a title,
1: or was she just out she there was just Senator. helping? She was just senator, but she's still senator Organa. She's
0: still senator, but she heads the committee for the defense, which is why she was able to get away with saying she gave Hera the right. order. I just, I didn't. wasn't
1: sure what she what she was doing during aftermath. I couldn't which, remember. I know she's super prego right which now, which is why Senator Ziono was. No, she's not prego. She, uh Oh no, it's after. It, this is after aftermath. So she, so Ben's like
0: five. And Ben's name is on. Um, it's on his thing, on yeah. Balin's uh-huh. wrist. Um. So. Yeah, it was just kind of solidifying what her position is within the new republic and that she has kind of elevated her status. But like you said, she has a family, so she's probably not going to these committee meetings in person. Um mm-hmm. now, I will say this. This again goes to the argument of the recasting of why would we not let Billy Piper play her mom's role at this point? I think that would be that would be perfect. I don't I have zero objections to Billy Piper being involved and, and letting what's his face play Han and um Obviously, we know that we're going to get more Lando. So, I mean, yep. let's do it. Like, let's jump in the water at this point. It's been 40-something years. We can't go backwards. Like, let's just do some recasting and have some fun with the universe. And I think recasting Billy as her mom, if you have a problem with that, you're a douche. And I'll say that to your face. Um, Well, didn't she? Wasn't she the? Didn't she? She was, she the, was the body. Yes. She
1: was the body for Leia in Rogue One. Rogue mm-hmm. 1 at the end when she was like hope but they still did the CGI thing just let her be your mom mm-hmm. like let it be her well they did the same thing for Luke they used they use freaking uh what's his face who is Mark Hamill's son yes and he was the body double for his yeah, dad we
0: should just have what's his face who plays bucky play Luke like
1: <laughs> yeah i mean like by the way like that's his kid like come <laughs> on <laughs> But that's the problem though, is that when Bucky comes out with the green lightsaber, it's like, ah, the winter soldier, what the fuck's he doing yeah, here? Yeah, but
0: have you seen the, the brush-ups on him? He looks just like him. It's scary. Yeah,
1: he looks just like yeah. I, well, I mean, it's his kid. <laughs>
0: no, that's not his son, is it? The actor who isn't, plays Bucky? Isn't, no, 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 no. Isn't isn't that his son? No, 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 no. I could have sworn Mark the Hamill. The guy who played Luke is his son that they did the CGI on. Bucky, whose name escapes me at the moment. Um
1: Oh, that I'm getting the. T- then I'm I'm I'm, mic- I'm merging the two Stan things is together. Not his son. Then I saw a thing with him and Sebastian. I could have sworn that he called him kiddo, and I mean, so I assume he's probably doing the Han to him. Yeah, uh, okay, but he called him kiddo, and I was like, wait a second, is that your dad? Yeah, Sebastian Stan is. I don't know, dude. Actors actors keep last names for weird reasons all the time. So I I don't know. I never know. Sebastian
0: Stan's Romanian. He's definitely not Luke's son, <laughs> but he could play. Luke 100% um, and Billy and you have your Han you have your Lando I don't see what the issue is Chewie can be anybody that's seven feet tall who's that Mm -hmm. that Swedish man plays him now Um, so like what's the point like just, just can we just move on and like have some fun no here's the thing
1: even Mark Hamill tweeted this Stan Hamill resemblance has been observed for years Hamill himself tweeted in 2017 sorry to disappoint you but I refuse to say Sebastian Stan I'm your father even though in fact I am hashtag sorry not sorry hashtag my son Sebastian
0: that's not his dad I'm looking at his I Wikipedia. know but I saw yes, that tweet I, I, I you guarantee you I saw that tweet and I was like that's cool Yeah, no that's not no. He's not Winter Soldier's father.
1: I knew, I knew, I saw something where I was like, "That his, that's his dad."
0: No, that's not. Him. I'm glad I'm not crazy. I'm glad I'm not if completely insane. Uh, Just partially. Number nine. We didn't talk about this, so this is important. It's not a, again, not an Easter egg, but a plot point. Anakin Skywalker recorded twenty hollow vids for Ahsoka. But we knew that. That was, we well, didn't know it was 20. Yeah, we just knew that he recorded yes. vids for her to train with. Yes, we didn't know how many, and that was the last but, and one. I, that and we I saw. thought,
1: and the gut wrenching one was like, this is the
0: last one. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, ow. Yeah. So, how close to the end was that one recorded? That's, <laughs> and I thought
1: it was, and I thought it was cute when he said, people, people were, um, I was, I was watching a, a video breakdown of, of the episode, and someone had said, um, he told her to train more than him because he recognized that he's because of his metachlorian count and that he was stronger than her. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, he's saying be better than me. He's saying that I want you to train more than me to be better than me, right. not because I'm better than you. So you need to work harder. He's saying, I want you to work harder so that you are always better and than what
0: me. what an interesting point that is, because if you're a parent, you always want your children to do better and be better than always. you. Always, So it really shows you the love that he had has for her. Very depending much on so. Whether he's a Force Ghost, a Mortis God, whatever it may be. He obviously still cares about her um, wherever he is and whatever he's doing. So I thought that was important. Yep. Number eight was the reference uh, General Grievous, Count Dooku, and Asajj Ventress. Uh, thought that was great. Yep. I will say... We didn't touch on the moment that Thrawn realized who Ahsoka's master was. Um,
1: well, because that happened in this episode. And I thought that was I thought that was really cool because as soon as he found out General Skywalker was her master, he automatically knew how to handle Yep, her, which I thought was perfect. And that's a great nod to the books. And I smiled because I was like, yes. Finally, we're getting a little bit of book thrown in here now, which I thought was great. But as soon as he realized who her
0: master was, then he knew exactly how to handle her. He found that so you could tell he was like getting off on the information like he found that. Yeah, of course so he was interesting. He was like, oh, and then he knew, like you said, he knew exactly how to play her. He knew it, what she would do. Uh again the master tactician at work it was just it was cool to see and i have a feeling that's not the last time she's gonna oh he's gonna play to that side uh, a, a Not thing. at all. When that happened in mean, my head,
1: this is the guy who hung out with her master in both forms, and knew who so, he I mean, was without anybody. Yeah, telling and for it. him to use that in psychological warfare, oh my god, dude! And everybody knows at this point, if you've been watching Ahsoka, you know that everyone really likes to push their little their finger in on that that little wound that she has, that is Anakin, because she is still yet to forgive herself from turning her back on the Order, which she still believes is what ultimately forced Anakin into the dark side and so all you have to do is mention a little bit of that and she just goes full
0: dark side ah- Ahsoka which is great I heard that and uh I all I thought of was like Mithron Yerodo Mithron Yerodo mm-hmm. Mithron Yerodo <laughs> Mithron Yerodo <laughs> uh, Mithron, <Nerodo>. <laughs> <laughs> Mithron Anakin can't Yer- say his good. name so good yeah. uh number seven is Morgan gives Grand Admiral Thrawn access to the inquisitorial database
1: how is that an Easter egg? She literally says this is everything that the Inquisitorial the... database had. I did what you <laughs> asked me to do. How is that, a, how is that an Easter egg?
0: Screen rant was really stretching for these. Yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn reacts to the name Anakin Skywalker's number six. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, number five is Sabine believes the Emperor was defeated at Endor. She didn't say that, though. She said that's she what everyone says said. that's
1: what everybody's saying. Because everyone <laughs> assumes... Everyone knows that he was on Death Star Two. Death Star Two exploded. So, put two and two together, you got death. Yeah, they didn't. No one's aware. There's no body. No one survived the actual explosion. The only people that survived were people who weren't on the Death Star. And Luke Skywalker. Everyone knows that he he survived with. And so, like they know, like they and they've heard the stories. Those have been passed down. So I don't understand. Like, how is that? How is that anything outside of just normal dialogue that people would have
0: if someone inquired about the the, the emperor? Yep. Number four is uh, Sabine reveals Zeb is training recruits. I mean, I guess. Okay, cool. That's I don't again not an Easter egg. Uh, Night Sister sees dark side magic to track Ahsoka's
1: number three. <laughs> oh my god, Kevin! Um, spoiler <laughs> uh, Easter egg number two: Ahsoka was breathing.
0: <laughs> number two, Ahsoka and Sabine share a Padawan bond. <laughs> Normally they're so on point but there was just nothing. And it wasn't even like a good bond. It was like it was like trying to make a long distance phone call. You're going to love number 1. Be a satellite Star Wars subverts the hero's landing trope. Deadpool has made the oh. hero's landing famous and Ahsoka has already been oh. shown performing this trope earlier in the show. But Ahsoka... It wasn't a hero landing. She slid on her ass. Seven riffs on it in an amusing way with Ahsoka and Hu Yang attempting to coordinate a hero's landing and failing catastrophically. <laughs> No,
1: we know Jedis can do this. Like, there's nothing new. Jedis <laughs> jump out of things and land on the ground all the time. This has nothing to do with Marvel superhero landings, you dumbass. Who wrote this? Uh, I'm not going to reveal words. their name, but... I want to have red, words with this individual. Oh, my normally do God. so
0: good with those, and this week was just amusing. You guys missed. So we had to... Re- like, it's okay to be like, there was no Easter eggs in this episode. It's okay. I, well, maybe not in your publishing calendar, but... Uh, it's it's it, yeah uh, anyway <laughs> we're gonna God. end it on an angry note because we haven't done that in a while so uh oh my God. that's it for us today for star wars and scotch it was a long one but it was a good one i have a feeling next week tim you probably won't be able to stream next week in the morning like we're not gonna wrap till probably 10 oh something. yeah no I, yeah i, I figured it so next week buckle up it's going to be a complete you know, kind of recap of of everything. More importantly on that note too, um, we'll probably bring some friends in. I know Ben is dying to talk about this, so I really think we should get Ben the week after um Ahsoka to come on because Ben has been in our DMs like asking us a bajillion questions about lore. And like we're not the most knowledgeable lore people. Like I hope you all realize that. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Okay. All right, I'm going to take that as a challenge, and I'm going to have Tim and, and and Alex get up there next year at Star no. Wars, and we're going to do Star Wars trivia.
1: No, that sounds miserable. Oh, I'll lose. Maybe for the last 15 minutes, that's what we should do. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know, Alex, who knows everything and still goes to trivia every Thursday for
1: it. No,
0: nope. um, no thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. uh so we'll be back next week buckle up for a long episode and then we'll bring some friends on to get their impressions uh over the course of next week and then from there it's uh books comics uh whatever's in the news uh chit-chatting um and i uh, you know tim i really think we should do some tabletop stuff on your uh timmy's tabletop so just saying perfect just saying. he really yeah. wants me to get into magic the gathering so I've been, well, I mean, like, and if you don't want to get into
1: magic, that's fine, Kevin. There there are Star Wars trading card games Uh, that we could play. Well, the problem is, is, Rob
0: and Mike have been trying to get me into magic for four years now.
1: Oh, this is perfect.
0: And my, you could come over. I've got some deck. I I have five decks. now. That was always my complaint was I don't have anyone here to play with. And now if Mike gets hey, wind hey. that you're into magic, I'm. Mm-hmm. And Ben's and Ben's kind of like, <laughs> when are we gonna when we do some magic? So I mean, like we could have like a dudes night. We could play some magic. Say also, I found the game that everyone's playing instead of Warhammer Classic. So I was looking at that too. But I got, what is it's it? It's called um, the Star Wars one. No, it's like. High fantasy. Oh, what happened to your ninety-minute Star Wars? I'm still Wars gonna game? buy a Shatterpoint. I just haven't had a chance. It's called Kings of. Hold on, it's reloading. Kings of War is like the where everyone went when Warhammer. What's I believe it's they're rebranding it. I forget what they're old world. It's called Old World. Uh, okay. Uh, everyone went to when Old Worlds. Before Eld World launches, I assume, I assume. so. But anyway, go check out Tim. Uh, are you? You're done with Cyberpunk? Or are you still playing Cyberpunk? No, we are at we were
1: at the the tail end of it. So today we're going to finish up Cyberpunk. So by the time you hear this, liberty. Tim
0: will have finished Cyberpunk. But if you missed the journey, you can always go watch the vod on Tim's YouTube channel, youtubecom darkness yeah. 429 What's What's on the slate? For I know you got a ton of games coming out, but in between, like Spider Man's next week, right? spider-man's next week uh i mean we, we've been doing
1: magic like every every afternoon so it's been been that uh people have been asking me to get back into starfield and I, which is weird because like i spent 80 hours in starfield like when are you gonna start your new game plus i'm like ah, i don't Bethesda, no. game. Bethesda. i just like i've already done it you know i've like i did all the side quests <laughs> and stuff I was, like do i really want to do it again but now you need and to the only thing it. you get Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Is like you could mod it and all this stuff, and maybe it'll be bad. I don't know. Uh, So I mean... It's kind of like... We're kind of holding... I'm in a holding pattern until
0: Spider-Man comes out. Someone's going to have a fully modded Star Wars RPG in Starfield by next year, I guarantee you.
1: Well, they already put Stormtroopers in. They replaced all the UC guys with Stormtroopers, so... We'll see.
0: But YouTube.com, slash Darkest429, Darkest429, everywhere else on the internet. I am Kevin. You can check out everything I do at um, uh, or kmagic101 uh, all over the internet or KevinXVision on Twitter. Uh, but we'll be back next week. We are Star Wars and Scotch. Please rate, review, subscribe all over. It helps us out so much when you all uh, interact with... with uh, what we're working on, so we appreciate it. Um, and we will see you next week for the final episode of season one of Ahsoka. Oh, I know, it's going to be rough to say goodbye. I've really been enjoying the Tuesday night format, too. So, Yeah, it's been so nice. So nice. So nice. It's perfect. because yep. you've even been doing
1: rewatches at the gym. I do. I Yeah, I watch it the night of. I watch it Tuesday night, and then most days in the morning when I come over to the gym, I turn it back on just to see if there's anything that I missed. Yep. But for filler episodes... And with screen, with screen Ran, I won't miss anything. So,
0: you know? <laughs> and as always, hopefully we don't get, with get a strongly worded letter from Screen Ran for this. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>